Welcome to Brag Talks, a place where we dream big and brag about it, sharing praiseworthy stories. And we are in season four talking about health and wellness. And there's so many different aspects and facets to health and wellness. And today I'm very excited to have on the show for this episode, Tinola Awapetu, who is a very dear friend of mine for many, many years. And she is a amazing woman who has had many different career paths from tech to television to career coaching. And today, what we're going to talk about is meditation and the power of your mind. So welcome to my dear friend, Tinu. Hello, Heather. Thank you for having me on your delightful podcast. I'm so pleased to be here. I'm so excited because we talked about having you be a guest on the Brag Talks podcast for a couple of seasons. And I think this is actually the perfect season to have you share with us some of your accomplishments and some of the amazing things that you've done as it relates to health and wellness and how it's influenced your life and your career. Yes, I know. Um, it's it's actually very synchronistic that that we're recording this or that I'm a part of this particular season. And you know, past seasons, we I would schedule or reschedule, postpone, and then finally I said, "All right, we are going to do this this season." And then you say, "Oh, the theme is health and wellness." I'm like, "Perfect stuff! I love to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my jam." Exactly. <laughs> And it's so powerful also, some of the experiences you shared with me. And I think you even have a story that you could share with the audience from today that just demonstrates because of your commitment and your investment in health and wellness and the practices that you keep, the power of you know how you were able to transform your mind, even just today, this morning, right before the recording of this podcast episode. Yes. So th this is my brag. Okay. <laughs> so before this episode, at least you and I started talking, um, I was going through a meditation session and my mind was literally all over the place. Can I curse on this podcast? <laughs> you can, you can. I just have to mark it as such. No problem. Okay. So really my mind was just running amok and I could just feel these sensations in my body. Like literally the stress was beginning to build up. And I thought, mm, what am I going to do? Um, I have this podcast recording coming up in about 30, 30 minutes or so. And my mind is taking me to places where I don't want to go my body is following my mind <laughs> to, to these places and I am just not comfortable. I am not feeling happy. I'm starting to get stressed out and upset. And I said, listen, um, and, and I, literally I, I thought it, while meditating, I need to like send a text to Heather and maybe <laughs> postpone this recording, this meeting. And I thought, no, I, I, I don't want to do that. I mean, what is what is really going on here? Do I want my mind or to these thoughts to dictate the rest of my day? All right. Um, and I told myself because I was in bed when I was meditating, 
um, which people typically tell you not to meditate in bed because you fall asleep, but I don't fall asleep. So I'm in bed and I just made this commitment to myself. I am not getting out of this bed. I'm not getting out of bed until I change my state of mind. I am not getting out of this bed until I feel so excited to move into my day, to get on this podcast recording with you, to share my experience, to then you know move on to the rest of my day, interacting with the people that I have to interact with and just being in an elevated state of joy, enthusiasm, and, you know, generosity, whatever you want to call it. I am not leaving this bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that is what I did. I doubled down into my practice and I talked myself back to sanity. Literally. I, ta- I talked myself back to where I exactly wanted to be, where I needed to be to move into the rest of my day. Otherwise, I probably would have canceled. I would have said, you know, Heather, I'm having a bad day. You know, I'm I, I'm just not feeling up to it. And uh, can we do this another time? Right. No, that is, that's not how this day is going to go. And that does set the tone for the, the rest of your day. However, you are able to maneuver your mind into the space where it needs to be. That's what I find anyway. However, I start out my day in the morning. And I think I've heard that from a lot of people, you know, who have different practices, you know, as simple as making the bed, like that sets the tone for the day. It does. It does. And I do that actually. Um, I, I get up in the morning, I do my meditation, I set my bed, have my tea and do my yoga or whatever physical movement it is I need. And then I, I, I get going with, with my day. Um, and you know what, what was significant for me in this, uh, this morning's um, session was, I was this awareness that my, I did not have to, it's always been there. It's at this point for, for, I think, and, and anyone who's, who's had a, a, a long um, meditation practice or studying these sorts of things uh, that um, the mind just thinks, Right. And that's, it it can't help it. It just goes to all these different places. But I'll speak for myself. I recognize that I have a choice about whether or not I'm going to believe where the, what the mind is saying or follow it where it goes, or I'm going to react to, to whatever it is saying. And, um, you know, if I have a thought uh, that generates an uh, an, an emotion or feeling that I do not like, well, the same place from where this sort of negative emotion is coming from is also where the positive emotion is coming from. It's all inside of me, right? It's not anything outside of me. Um, it's not something uh, strange or unknown or unfamiliar to me. I have anger inside of me. I also have joy inside of me. You know, um, I have frustration inside of me. I also have patience inside of me. So it's all there but I can make a decision about what emotion, what feeling, what experience I draw out, out, out from within me, right? So I said, well, my mind is going in these direction, in, into the, in, in this direction, and I'm allowing these um, maybe not so elevated emotions to arise, to respond to, to, to these thoughts. Well, I can circum, you know, I can circumvent that. 
I can stop this train on its track where it's going. I can change directions and instead say, well, joy is inside of me. Happiness is inside of me. <laughs> you know, clarity is inside of me. All of these things that I I want, I like that make my um my life work. I can go pull it up or pull it out of me as well. And I focused on that for about 15 minutes and just tapping back into, you know what? It's it's there. The joy is there. The happiness is there. You know, it's not anything outside of me. And just, I just kept working that loop over and over and over again until I just, I got to a state where, okay, I'm ready to step out of bed now. I am in a good mood again. I am ready to chat with my friend Heather and talk about my practice. You know, I'm not trying to control the world. I am ready. <laughs> yes, you have the power. I think that's what I, you know, take out of that is you have the power and you can decide how you're going to be. You don't have to always be a certain way, but if you decide you want to be a certain way, you have the power inside of you. Harnessing these techniques, which not everyone is aware of, um, and that puts you in control. Yes, yes. Um, and, and this recognition, I think, especially um, that I've been mulling over um, in, in recent times is um, that I am actually not my not my thoughts and I am not my mind. The the issue, I think the challenge, uh, I, I, you, know, you know, let me speak for myself, right? Um, because that's that's the best place I can, I can speak from. Um, so this this concept or this um, premise that I am not my mind, um, I am not my thoughts, but I am the person or the the observer or the awareness who's re reacting to these thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and giving them um power or giving them um uh making them tangible or giving them life right so i can choose what thoughts i decide to um to give my attention to to give my focus to and that also has an impact on my life or on my on my day right so if there's a um maybe a negative thought, for for example. Well, I can react to it, um, and then just continue to feed that particular thought, right? Um, or I can say, "Hmm, is that really true? <laughs> is that even necessary? Is that needed? Do we need to go there? No. Okay. Thank you very much for that um, piece of information. I am going to move on now to a, to a different thought. Or I am going, going to concentrate on what's actually in front of me. Because typically when we're thinking, um, we're very rarely present. We're either in the past, <laughs> which is the mind loves to go into the past, um, or we are in the future. We're thinking ahead of something, something we want to avoid, something that we really wish or hope would happen. And so very rarely are we giving our full attention to what is actually right in front, right in front of us. And I have, I have just noticed this. I mean, I challenge anyone out there to for maybe, I don't know, 15 minutes an hour, whatever, an hour, just take a period, set aside a period of time and watch where the mind goes. It is very rarely right in the present moment. It is somewhere else. 
And it's so easy for it to do that. And I don't say that to to um to imply that the that that the mind is broken or that the mind is a um a troublesome <laughs> aspect of being uh, of of being of being a human but that's just what the mind does it just thinks goes all over the place and what are we what are we reacting to or responding to when, when it does that um, are we validating where the mind is going right that's the important thing if it's yeah. going, if it's going to someplace that we like okay Thank you. I love these thoughts. I, I love the, the emotions associated with these thoughts. If it's not, we have the power to say, no, thank you. Uh, let's stay in the present moment. Right. And, and actually focus on what is right in front of us. I find that too. I found that really intriguing. One of the things you said was about observing, being observer to your thoughts. I don't know if you said it that way, but that's what I said to myself many times when I'm in very emotionally charged situations is by, I kind of have used that technique to yeah. abstract myself a little bit away from the intensity of the emotions to put myself as an observer to my thoughts, but I never connected that to meditation. So I'm, in, I'm intrigued by that as well as what you said about staying in the, in the present moment. Mm -hmm. I, I've noticed that many times, and I, and I think I've, I, I've traditionally connected that with mindfulness, and I think mindfulness and meditation go hand in hand, right, trying to stay present, because I've, when I've looked at my thoughts, I find just exactly what you said, which I think is the state of the society most of us are living in right now, past or future, really difficult to stay mindful in the present moment. Yes, yeah. Um, absolutely. I, I gave myself um, a mini exercise one morning where um, I focused on a mantra. A mantra is just a phrase. It can be gibberish or it can actually have some meaning, a significance to it. I gave myself a challenge to focus on a mantra for um, for a minute, for, <laughs> for actually a minute at a time. So I set my timer and I said, I'm going to chant this mantra for a minute. Just keep going. Anytime the timer runs out, hit it again, reset, keep going. keep. And it was the hardest thing <laughs> that I had to do to just keep my mind on this phrase for a minute at a time. But it was so transformative because I, again, it just showed me you know what it is that we are um we are up against <laughs> inside of ourselves with with these thoughts um and why sometimes people say they have a hard time or difficult time meditating they say i can't shut off my thoughts i'm like well it's virtually impossible to do that and any meditation practice that tells you that your mind should be absolutely quiet i don't know it's full of caca <laughs> in my opinion because that is not going to happen so part of, I think part of um, what has evolved in my meditation practice is being comfortable or accepting of the fact that the mind thinks that's just what it does. It's never going, I don't, you know what, let me not say it's never going to sh shut up. It's hardly ever going to be quiet. But what is possible through a meditation practice um, is getting to a point where the mind is thinking, but 
we are not associating with the thoughts. We're we're aware of it, of of the of the thoughts, almost like a background noise, but we are no longer attached or assigning any significance or meaning to 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 the thoughts. It's just it just becomes there. There have been moments in my meditation practice where. I'm aware that I'm thinking, but I have no idea what it is I'm thinking about. Like nothing is registering, nothing is sticking. And that is just the most profound. I mean, it's one of the most profound places that I go to when, when I um when I meditate. It doesn't happen all the time, um, but when it does, I'm like, wow, really, this is what I'm up against. This is what we're dealing with. This thing, this mind that never quiets down and never shuts up. It's just going on, da, 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 da. but it is possible through training, practice, focus to go mm, beyond the mind or to, to not attach to what the mind is, is thinking all the time. Um, and, and to actually experience uh, that um, distance from this part of the self <laughs> that seems to be so troublesome a lot of the time and to recognize that, oh, you know, th there, there is a, there is opportunity to create space within myself and have some peace for some time and then come back into the world. Right. And it's helped me to, to, um, to really question a lot of the, the, the thoughts that come up or to not be as um, uh, what's, to not take all my thoughts seriously, if any of it seriously, right? And just say, eh, who knows if that's true or not? <laughs> it could be coming from who God knows what, some episode of Friends I watched, you know, three, 10 years ago or something random I saw on, 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 on in, in, in the news or just what, whatever. The mind is, it's, it's just, um, it's, it's a tool and we, we have to learn or we can learn to, to put it in its proper place <laughs> through, through meditation and not have it run our lives. I think to the extent that, um, that it, that it can, if we're not paying attention to it. And do you have any tips for people on how to get started in developing a practice? You know, the, the great thing about where we are today is that there's so many options for people who are interested in meditating. Um, I started my medita my meditation practice in 2013. So it's almost, it's been almost a decade. And um, I had a teacher uh, who inducted me or introduced me to the, or initiated me to the, into the practice um, because I, I started off with what's called TM, Transcendental Meditation. And in that tradition um, or that practice, there's a, a, a teacher who initiates a person, gives them a mantra, teaches them how to get in, into, in, into the practice, and then is there as a guide or reference as the person is, is, is moving along in, in, in meditation. Uh, TM is still around today. Um, it's, it's one of the options that are out there. I think there, of course, Lots of meditation platforms and apps um, such as uh, Headspace, uh, Waking Up is, is another great one, Calm. Um, I think uh, for people who are looking for maybe want more direct instruction, 
There's a platform called Ziva, Z-I-V-A, where I think that particular platform follows a, some, a model similar to TM where there's guidance, there's a mantra given, and uh, it, it's it's more instructional than I think um, uh, the other other platforms are. I mean, there's a myriad of ways to get started with in, in, in meditation today and lots lots of options for, for people or for anyone who's interested. And it doesn't, it can be TM, it can be breath work, it can be, there's so many flavors of it um, uh, as as well. Yeah, I think I've I've tried the headspace before and I think it is helpful. I think more than anything though, it's just like with any habit, forming a habit, you have to be consistent and commit to do it every day and have a routine set yeah. in place in terms of when you're going to do it. And and that could change and be different for everyone, right? Like I know in the beginning of our conversation you were talking about um that you do it, you, you meditate in bed and some people fall asleep. I found for me when I started a practice um, that I would fall asleep if I did it at night in bed, but if I did it in the morning in bed, I hardly ever fell asleep. Like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's important to find a routine or practice that works, that works for you. And I understand the, the significance of, not meditating in bed, at least starting off, because yes, ideally we don't want to fall asleep, but some, I mean, I actually, even when I'm not meditating in bed, because I, I also, I, I meditate at various times of the day. Um, sometimes I'm, I'm sitting up or sitting upright and I'll, and I'll nod off. So I, it's maybe in the beginning, it's better to meditate out of bed to just build up the stamina or ha not have the body, um, you know, associate the bed because the body does associate the bed with that activity of sleeping. So anything we do there, we're more likely to want to doze off, but maybe in the beginning conditioning or reconditioning the, the, the body to, to be more alert um, in meditation is, is, is a good idea and playing with, the frequency and duration of meditation is also um, is also something I recommend. Um, I did I would I did start off doing um, having a daily meditation practice when I started in 2013 2013. Um, it was twice a day because that was TM 20 minutes and that's evolved over time. So I then there was a period of time in between where I I didn't really have a daily practice. I sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't, and it, it was I was feeling my way through the world, so 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 to speak. Seeing what can I get away with if I'm not always if I'm not always meditating, <laughs> and then I came back around to implementing a daily a daily practice. Um, around 2016, 2017. And I pretty much stuck with that um, uh, since then. And it's, it's interesting because maybe initially someone might say, I don't feel the difference. I don't know what this is really doing for me. And which is why the consistency is is important because it builds up over time. It's it can be this it can be very subtle the changes that are that are happening or it can be dramatic, right? So when I started in 2013, actually uh, doing the the twice 
daily uh, 20 minute sessions. The the effect at the time was really dramatic. And it was dramatic in the sense that I, I found that I had a lot more energy and I could do more with less. I could go with less sleep, right? So that for me was, oh my God, I'm more productive. I, I only need six hours of sleep and I am just so, I am pumped. I'm ready to go. So it had that physical uh, dramatic effect for me in, in 2013. Um, but then over time, that subsided, right? I I don't think I, I didn't really keep up that that um th- that that particular state where oh I can only sleep five six hours and I'm going to be fine. Um, that only went on for for a certain amount of time, but um, since then the for me the effects have been more have been more subtle or cumulative, and it didn't really dawn on me. I think it finally dawned on me actually um, just how powerful the 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 uh, the incremental effects were when I I had like a physical like medical issue um, what was it February of last year and it was really more burnout to 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 be to be to be candid um, it was more burnout but my body had like reached its limit. And in hindsight, what I remember sharing with um, with some friends around this scenario was that I actually did not realize that my body was running on empty for quite some time because my meditation practice was doing a lot of the heavy lifting. My meditation practice was what was keeping me afloat, um, so to so to speak, <laughs> through, uh, through during this period of um, of my of my of my life. And at a point, I I suppose my body said, you know what, or something, my spirit, my soul said, okay, um, you can keep meditating and ignoring what whatever what whatever's going on in your life that you need to pay attention to. But we are, but you know, this is as far as this practice is going to take you. You have to stop what what you, what it is you're doing and pay attention to what needs to be taken care of in your life and that's when i you know i i, I um late one evening i i had this pain in my body and then four days later i had, yeah, I had to take myself to the emergency to the emergency room <laughs> to, ur- to urgent care right and i said oh okay um right i have been using meditation i mean it, it was great for my well-being i mean it I, I again it kept me in this state of um it, it helped me to go through a period of time that was actually very stressful and i thought i was handling it very well but yes i was because i had this practice that's that's just remarkable um and that's done a lot for me but to you know but there's a limit to everything right and eventually i had to pay attention to the to 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 what was going on underneath and to remove a particular stressor out of my life or or to separate myself from from a situation that was caused that was actually causing me a lot more stress and anxiety than i realized um so i think meditation for me is i i recognize that um the power of the of the of the daily habit Right, uh, that over time it may not be immediate because there are some days I I 
don't always want to meditate. Or I think, ah, can I skip? I'm like, no, don't skip it, right? F even five minutes, it's something. Everything adds up, it's cumulative. So all of that to say, <laughs> back to your point, yes, a daily practice is highly recommended. But we, I think people should can also start wherever they're at and build up to that point. Um, but a lot of research, uh, uh, there, you know, there are a lot of studies that that show the the benefit of doing this every single day. We brush our teeth every day. You know, we do all sorts of things every day. Oh, why not meditate every day? Especially when the effects can be so powerful. Right. That's true. And like you said, that was going to be my next question. And you really answered it in your explanation is how do you evolve and build on your practice? And I think what you're saying is being mindful of and listening to your body and adjusting and adapting. Yeah. As yeah. you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have a meditation practice, Heather? Well, I have had one at times and I have a habit in the morning and it doesn't always include meditation, but it includes quiet time where I might do different things, um, some type of meditation or prayer or um, looking at my priorities in terms of you know what I want to do for the day and what I want to focus on, especially if I'm feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And so I would say every single day I, I do that. It's hard for me to think of a day when I don't do that. It might be if I'm traveling, there might be some days where I'm not doing it, but I definitely have that daily practice that incorporates some, some form of meditation or mindfulness or yes. prayer, quiet time. Yes. Yeah. Any, any sort of reflective time. And, mm -hmm. and I love that these days it's that, that whole, um, in with mindfulness and wellness and so on that it's expanded to include all sorts of all sorts of practices it's not just the traditional um idea of meditation right there, there, i think there was maybe a time when meditation had a particular image um associated with it uh someone sitting cross-legged <laughs> ch chanting having their um their fingers in a particular sort of you know mudra or position or what whatnot and it's gone be it's gone beyond that right and i think that's that's a great thing it just opens up the 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 the, the practice to to so many people and from all sort all walks of life um it's it's less about the appearance right and more about the 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 actual activity the intention or what it is that 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 we're doing um but there are all these different vehicles to get there to just have to create a space for quiet in one's life um in one's mind in one's surrounding however we choose to to, to get there Definitely. I, I, you're so right in terms of becoming more mainstream as well as expanding the, all the different vehicles that you can take to achieve that mental clarity or power over your mind. Because I know when I first started meditating or hearing about meditation, I actually was living in Santa Cruz and it was a long time ago. And it was just one of those things that you only heard about in certain areas. Like if you lived in a place that's traditionally associated with that kind of mm -hmm. activity or lifestyle, or, you know, it was very specific, 
but it's not like that anymore. It's become more mainstream and more people are realizing the benefits. Yeah, it is. It's, it's great. Um, I, now I just, um, I can't imagine not doing it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and you showed us today the benefits and what, what you can achieve and how it can influence uh, the rest of your life, the, the rest of your day, the rest of your life and your career, right? Having that power and that clarity gives you so much of an advantage as you decide to make those conscious, mindful choices in your career about what what you want your life to look like. Absolutely. I think the the, the whole world would be different <laughs> if I think more people or everyone <laughs> had some sort of meditation practice. Um, because otherwise we we are waking up and going into the world with um you know from from a place that's not always conscious right um and again because the mind is it just the mind is just it's it thinks it just goes all over the place it's either in the past it's in the future and then we're using the past or the future as a reference point for the present. And if a person um, uh, has had or lived a very sort of traumatic past, I mean, who hasn't actually? I mean, everyone can talk to something in their in their lives from the past that they'd rather not have uh, have experienced. And um, but imagine taking something from the past that's not positive, and using that as a reference point for the present what outcome can can you expect right you're making your past your present yeah, so exactly and i think a lot of people are doing that unconsciously unknowingly mm -hmm. and then getting the same results or the same flavor of experiences and then we ask why is my life the way it is or why is my career the way it is or why nothing ever changes well that's part of the answer <laughs> that's why because the mind is the one doing a lot we're responding we're using this the mind as a reference point um something from the past as a reference point for what is right immediately in front of us um which, which is the present moment and uh, that's a that's a very difficult place to live um, or a difficult way of living. And I, you know, I listen, I'm I'm talking, I that was that was my that was my experience for for quite some time. I'm, you know, this is not even to say that I met I started meditating and my life changed dramatically. Like, oh my God, my life is, I mean, this has been years in <laughs> uh in the in the making to get to this point where I wake up in the morning. And um, and I can I know how to take control of my mind, right? Um, I I know how to set the tone for my day. I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't um, yeah. I I didn't grow up that way. I learned over time. Um, and meditation was a part. I, I'm not, I'm not saying that meditation revealed everything or reveals everything or fixes everything, but it's a great foundation from which to start to learn a different way, how to be different, how to live differently, 
Um, and it got me really interested in understanding uh, the mind. Like, there's no rule book or <laughs> very, you know, you don't, you're not born and say, hey, here, here's a handbook for how to deal with this thing that you were born with that can either create beautiful, magnificent things or create absolute effing chaos in the world right? There's no guidebook. <laughs> a lot of us just kind of, we kind of, we, we come into the world and we stumble around like, ah, <laughs> what's, what's going on? And if we're fortunate, um, we, we find ourselves um, on the path of, you know, through teachers, experiences, books, podcasts, whatever, um, we start to get, we start to become curious, like, what is what is going on here? What is this thing in in between my ears or my eyes or whatever? Um, why does it do the thing? Why does it do what it does? Why does it say what it says? And what is there anything I can do about it? Um, and uh, this is this is part of, this has been part of my journey where meditation has helped me to to get to a place where I'm now understanding this powerful tool um that we all have which is the mind and deciding that i want to learn how to use it more effectively how to use it more productively how to use it more creatively how to use it to to create the life that i want and the circumstances i want in my, or maybe not the circumstance but to at least influence the life that i am i am living or at least start to have more and, and not feel as um uh is subject to to sort of random or default situations um that 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 are happening in in the world because the, the then there's actually there's a question is anything really random right um so that's that's been part of my part of my journey and um how meditation is 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 helping me and continues to help me and it is it's an ongoing practice it's evolving um these days i am doing adding some new practices uh in into or new approaches into my into my meditation practice and seeing where that takes me and being open minded about it because initially I was practicing in a particular way and then got introduced to something new and I, I was resistant for at first like oh no I only meditate this way <laughs> see that that's the mind like no this is how you do it Tinu you're not interested in any other approach um then I again because it's the mind I recognize the mind likes what it might likes what it knows or and uh, I said, well, is that really true? Is it true that you're not open to something different, to something new? Well, try it and see where it takes you. And it's actually been a great experience. Um, so it's 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 all about understanding what this thing is that's that's in our in our heads and and how powerful it is because it it's it literally can create worlds and destroy worlds right it can create life and destroy life it's a good idea to get to know it and 
learn how to use it more effectively. Definitely. Meditation is a gateway to that. Meditation is the gateway to the power, controlling the power of your mind. I love all the things you shared with us today, Tinu. Thank you so much. And I, and I think in so many ways, this whole season on health and wellness has led back to the mind. And I think all of the things that you shared are really so fascinating in the facets of the mind and the power that meditation has to help you as a tool. So thank you so much for being so generous with your sharing of your experience and being willing to come and and brag about it a little bit. And hopefully it will inspire some of the Brag, Brag Talks listeners to embark on a journey of their own. Sure. Thank you so much, Heather. I'm so glad that we we finally uh, got got to do this. And it's been a pleasure for me to talk about this practice. It is something I, I truly love. And yes, I I, I trust that uh, for it'll this will resonate for some people and they will explore and see where developing a mindfulness or meditation practice will will take them. And if uh, people already have a mindfulness or meditation practice, great. I encourage them to explore um, how to evolve it because it can get stale. (laughs) If things suddenly start to seem the same and like, okay, what's, I've been doing this. Ask if maybe there's, there's something new to learn because there's all, there's always something new to learn. So for those who already have a practice, um, look at uh, ways to to evolve and to take it to, to new places. And uh, overall, be be kind to yourself. Be be gentle and um, be patient. And uh, you know, this is the one mind we have. Um, and why not um, you know treat it with uh, with some love and uh, learn how to how to live with it. Yes, indeed. More profound wisdom from Tinola. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thanks for listening to this episode of Brag Talks. Look for more of the details in the show notes, as well as how to connect with Tinu after the episode.